Waka. Hello, I'm B. Nicole, and this is Buried on the Tundra. I wish to acknowledge that I record this podcast on the ancestral land of the Yupik Chupik people. I acknowledge this is not only in thanks to the indigenous communities who have held relationships with the land for generations, but also in recognition of the historical and ongoing legacy of colonialism. Additionally, I acknowledge this as a point of reflection for all of us as we work towards dismantling colonial practices. Today's episode's a little different. I'm going to give you two stories about the hairy man, one from Napakiak and one from Shifornik. I'll tell you the facts about Napakiak first, then the story, and I will have my guest Isaac describe the pictures for you. It is very common to hear of hairy man sightings throughout the western region of Alaska, especially the YK Delta. Hairy man, also known as Bigfoot, has been sighted on many occasions in many different villages. Even the Finding Bigfoot people came out and did an episode in Bethel and boated out to a area on the tundra and tried to see if they could find Bigfoot. Napakiak is a village about 23 miles from Bethel. This is a 12-minute plane ride. The estimated population is 370. According to a 2000 census, there were 90 households in the village. The racial makeup was 1.42% white, 1.7% African American, 96.03% Alaskan Native, 0.85% two or more races, and 0.28% Hispanic. The median income for a household is $28,750 and $29,167 for a family. Around 16.2% of families and 20.2% of the population were below the poverty line. Recently, Napakiak has made the news because the river erosion is getting closer and closer to the current school. In March, the river was 97 feet from the school. In the later half of the month of April, 2013, a woman working at the Napakiak Village Corporation store was looking outside a second story window. She saw something unusual. On top of a bluff on the other side of the Napakiak Slough stood a dark-colored creature walking on two legs. She said it was too tall to be a person. The creature walked down the bluff and disappeared. Ten minutes later, it reappeared. The woman called others in the store to come see. About eight people came to the window to see the creature. Children sledding nearby also saw the creature. They ran home terrified. The children said the animal had dark brown hair. Next, a snow machine appeared. The creature squatted and hid, moving only after the snow machine had passed. The creature then walked over the hill and disappeared out of sight. 
This wasn't the first time the hairy man had been spotted in Napakiak. The day before, an ice fisher had seen a group of hairy people. A day or two later, the group from the store went out and photographed some hairy man footprints. My special guest, Isaac, is going to describe what our picture looks like from Napakiak. Snow! I see snow. What does it look like? White. It's white snow. What are these? Water. It's water. What if I told you they're Bigfoot footprints? It does not look like Bigfoot footprints. What's it look like? Water. They had melted a little bit, so it could look like water. It's water. The second hairy man story occurs between the villages of Night Butte and Shifornik. So I'd like to give you the Shifornik facts because we have not talked about the village of Shifornik yet. Shifornik is a coastal village 93 miles west of Bethel. It takes about 48 minutes to get there by bush plane. The estimated population is 394 people. In a 2000 census, there were 75 households with 63 families. The racial makeup was 93.4% Alaskan Native, 2.03% White, and 4 0.57% two or more races. The median income is $35,556 for a household and $36,042 for a family. About 21.3% of families and 25.1% of the population were below the poverty line. In mid-January 2013, a Tuxuk Bay man and his 10-year-old son were checking their blackfish traps. The traps were located by the mountains between Shifornik and Nightmute. It was a beautiful day, and the two snow machined to the trap. They checked and took what they had caught. When the man went to start the snow machine, the puller came off. The two had to climb a nearby mountain to get cell service, and they called for help. They then went to wait near the snow machine. After a while, it started to rain, and the boy was getting cold. The boy wanted to start walking because the weather wasn't supposed to get worse that day. The two headed towards the village of Nightmute. The trail markers were visible, which made it easier to walk that way. The father had unhooked the sled he had on the snow machine so they could bring their blackfish home. The man pulled the sled while the boy rode in the back for a while. Then he decided to walk with his father. After walking for an hour, the father looked behind him. Around 200 yards away was a very tall, large, dark, strong-looking, muscular person-like creature. Standing, watching them. The man was scared, but 
He was brave for his son. The boy saw the creature and waved, believing it was a member of search and rescue. At first, the man didn't believe he was seeing a hairy man. Instead, he thought he was seeing a ghost. His mother had warned him never to turn back and look if he were to come upon a ghost. He told his son not to wave or look at it. The two continued walking towards the trail markers and followed it towards the village of Nightmute. The man only looked back when he saw the lights from the rescuers' snow machines. And when he did, he saw nothing behind them. Search and Rescue took the boys to a friend's home in the village of Nightmute. While eating, the man remembered that he had tried to record the being behind him on his phone. When he checked the phone, he found no recording. Okay, Isaac, so here's a picture from the Delta Discovery that is depicting what the man and his son say they saw. Bigfoot! Bigfoot? What does Bigfoot look like? Does he look like a girl? Okay. Both pictures that our pint-sized special guest were describing are on the website buriedonthetender.com. You can go there and see for yourself what the two look like. You can find case pictures, source materials, and a case map showing you the locations of each of the villages I've talked about. Go to buriedonthetundra.com. You can follow me on Facebook at Buried on the Tundra. You can also follow me on Instagram at Buried on the Tundra Podcast. Like, subscribe, review the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Next week's episode will be about Leanne Berlin. If you'd like to suggest a case, please send an email to buriedonthetundra at gmail.com. Warmest wishes from the coldest state.